Welcome to another episode of Just Talk with Gabe. I'm here, my psychic is here. Here! And so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have today? Today we have actor Travis Bryan on the show. He's known for his work on Sophia the First, Breakthrough, and Weird City. I'm looking forward to seeing how he got his start in the business. Me too, but before we get started, shout out to our sponsors, Fate Life Clothing and BCK Online. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. And BCK is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much more. I'm glad they both joined us on our journey this season. Me too. Alright, so go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And enjoy the show! Travis, welcome to the show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talking with Gabe. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on. And our listeners want us to dive right in, so let's get into it. First of, all, first of all, how did you get started in the entertainment industry? Um, I started at a really young age. Um, we It was a, one of those radio scam calls where... You call in and it's like, does your child want to be on the Disney Channel or Nickelodeon? And um, my mom, I begged my mom to call in um, and we ended up calling in and we ended up going through the whole like uh, little like scam. (laughs) And then um, (laughs) that ended up leading us to a connection who introduced us to one of our one of the local agents in my area. Um, and he introduced me to my manager in Los Angeles, who I still have today. So, um, wow. yeah, it was, it was, you know, a hard lesson to learn, but you know, everything happens for a reason and, and that kind of one thing led to another. And now I have my manager. <laughs> That's awesome. And kind of, was it bad that turned into something really good? Yeah. Yeah. It was definitely, there was a huge silver lining, you know? Um, I, I believe that everything is meant to happen for a reason and everything has a purpose. And I think that there's a reason why I heard that radio, um, scam. And there's a reason why I begged my mom and there's a reason why we went through with it. And, you know, one thing led to another, um, and, you know, everything lined up. That's awesome. And that's kind of important for, for people to realize that all those, you know, call in now and your kid can be on Disney tomorrow. Those aren't necessarily, people don't cast that way. Yeah. So that's Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, I, I'm from a small town right outside of Austin, Texas. And so, you know, that's like not New York, not LA, not even really Dallas, um, where there's like, or Atlanta, where there's a lot of filming going on. So there's not a lot of education about the entertainment industry. Um, and so not a lot of people are really aware of like how that kind of stuff works. So it's so easy to fall into those little traps or those, um, scams. And it's crazy how many people take advantage of that. Um, but it's wild. That's true. It's true. So as an actor, you have a variety of roles under your name. What is your favorite genre of acting? I would say anything that's, like, dramatic with maybe a little bit of action in it. Um, I like physically challenging myself and doing something new. Um, While at the same time, I love, 
you know, a good, you know, sad scene or a good, you know, emotional, you know, it tears it a piece of you and, and, and you end up like so drained after the scene, you have to go take a nap. I love those <laughs> kinds of scenes. Um, so like, I love anything dramatic or, you know, with a little bit of action. Um, so yeah, that, that I guess that would be my genre. Um, yeah. That's cool. What has been the character that you've related to the most in your career? The character I've related most to in my career would probably have to be Jonah in last year's movie, um, Breakthrough. Um, I feel like we had very similar upbringings, uh, you know, being both, uh, young Christian basketball players, um, very heavily involved within the church. Um, we, we both, um, I feel like I drew a lot of my own experiences for that character. Um, and so it, um, he's probably the one that I probably relate to the most, honestly. Um, yeah. Okay. So speaking of films and everything, what's the funniest thing that you've seen on set? Um, I work on this show called Legacies, which is a spinoff to the Vampire Diaries. Right. I, know. Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> That's, we're actually binge watching the originals. We binge watched Legacies and we binge watched Vampire Diaries. So awesome. Are we watching the originals? Yes, that's true. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, I, I love the whole universe. And um, there's this uh, one of the actresses, Kaylee, she plays Josie Saltzman on the show. Right. And every single week, it's so weird because you'll never find her. The way we film on a, it's this warehouse turned studio lot, um, and so it it's not set up very traditional, and so <laughs> there's a lot of like hidden back rooms where they probably had like um, little mini offices for the storage and stuff, and so. She loves hiding out in those weird spots and just <laughs> reading books. Awesome. And so there's so many times where like every week you'll just be walking around or whatever and you'll run into her and you won't even realize until you're about to like step on her. <laughs> um, and she's just sitting there reading a book and it's real crazy. So um, I always find that to be like one of the funniest things just because like, I'm just like, this is so different. And uh, I mean, it's crazy. That is hilarious. That is. That's awesome. So there's no Salvatore school. I'm hurt now. <laughs> I can't I can't see another nope, can't see another. <laughs> <laughs> if you could write the perfect character for yourself, what would it be and why? The perfect character, um I think I would love to play a character that, I, I, I don't know if it's the perfect character, but I think I would love to portray um, a character very similar to my mom. Ooh. I think that would be interesting. I think that would be unique um, in getting to like showcase her experience um, in a character and all the, you know, the compli- complexities to her personality. I think that would be really fun. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah. 
you know, storyline. I've never really been somebody who cares too much about storyline um, just because that's not really my domain. Um, but definitely like the layers and, and how complicated and rich and depth a, a character is has definitely been like my kind of thing. So that's where I would probably write a character similar to my mom. That's pretty neat. What is the hardest thing about acting in today's climate? Most recently, honestly, I would say these producer sessions on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is so unique. Um, like, self-tape is one thing, but, like, on a Zoom call, when you can see yourself and they're like, no problem, let's just go for it. And you're like, what? And then... You're you're acting through like a FaceTime call. It's 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 a very strange medium. Um, I I find it very hard to get myself out of my head. Um, and like I did um, I did one of those YouTube screenplay readings, um, not too long ago. Uh-huh. And um, that was done via Zoom as well, and it was really interesting just because um. It was, that was my first time actually acting in a Zoom call. And, and whenever I was meeting with everyone, everyone, like, I was like, are we just reading this or are we, like, actually going for it? And um, a lot of people were like, we're going for it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Great. Like, great. Let, let's do it. Um, and, you know, we sat in the rehearsal and we went through it. And I was just like, this is so different. It's because you don't get to see your scene partner and, like, I mean, you do, but it's very different. Right. And it's, it, I, I don't know about you, but I get so caught up in my head and I see myself on the screen and I'm like, oh, why am I making that face? Or why am I doing that? Or, <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's, it's so, so different and so interesting. So I would say, honestly, the hardest thing about acting in today's climate is uh, how distance this pandemic has brought us um, and made us to do a lot virtually um I mean a lot is opening up now um but for a while there that was that was pretty crazy that's true do you think that maybe the industry will keep some things like you know they won't have to fly in someone from another state or another country to do an interview they can just or an audition they can pop up on zoom do you think maybe they may keep some things after the pandemic is over what do you think I definitely think this pandemic has shook all industries, including the entertainment industry. I think a lot of things, you know, you know, we're we're gonna adapt and change, and they they may not go back to the way they were. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're gonna stop, you know, doing in person auditions and stop flying people out, um, just because, you know, there is a different chemistry when you have someone in the room. Um, however I do think that a few things might change I think you know for the next couple of years we may not see as many um, in-person red carpet premieres we may see a lot more drive-in premieres like they've been doing recently Um, I haven't seen a drive-in premiere yet that's pretty cool oh yeah so Lily Reinhardt's new movie Chemical Hearts they just did a uh, premiere a couple nights ago and it was socially distanced. It was super cool. Um, the venue was half filled with cars. Like, they didn't want to pack it or anything. Uh-huh. Um, 
And so they had a ton of um, little like food boxes with like snacks um, and cookies and popcorn and all that. And oh, it was just yeah. like going to premiere, but it was at a drive-in. And then whenever you pulled up, um, they had the photographers take photos of you in your car. So that oh, was really awesome. interesting. Yeah, it was, it was very, very um, different. Different, yeah. yeah. What is the one lesson that you've learned about the entertainment industry that's shaped your career? One thing that has shaped my career, I'd probably say perseverance above all. Um, I've been, this, this is something that I've kind of been pursuing since I was like eight or 10. Um, and I didn't really get into it professionally until I was around 12. But um you know, through the acting classes and, and you know, the people who are signed with your agency and, and the people you make friends with, I've seen so many people come and go in this industry um, because it didn't happen in the timeline that they expected or, you know, you know for, there may have been a dry spell where they weren't booking for a year or so. Um, I've seen so many um, people give up, which... Mm-hmm. Uh, there's been plenty of times where I've, I've wanted to give up. I'm not even going to lie. Um, where I've questioned um, my future and the career uh, in, in this industry. But, uh, I mean, even during this pandemic, I definitely, like, had moments where I was like, wow, is this something I really want to do? Um, right. But, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with... Um, uh, and, and it's kind of probably poor timing or perfect timing, depending on how you see it. But Ch- there, there's a popular phrase going around that Chadwick Boseman gave in one of his uh, speeches where he says, like, when you're living in your purpose, everything like will build you um, and everything will shape you. And so I feel like when you find your purpose, whether it's whatever you're, you're intended to do in this career, or or in this life sorry um and for me it's been you know I feel like my purpose is to make others smile and make others happy um inspire others to do the same um and so um whenever you you find that and you find out who you are I think that it's important for you to persevere persevere through any obstacle and any challenge um because there's another great reward waiting for you at the end of that um obstacle whether it's you know a new job or it's you know you got nominated for an award or you get this opportunity to work with this incredible talent or whatever it is um it there's there's an incredible thing waiting for you at the end of that obstacle um and you just got to keep going that's very awesome sage advice yeah that is that's great advice in addition to acting, what other things are you involved in? I try to stay um, very involved within my community. Um, I work with a couple charities in the area, um, both in Los Angeles and uh, back home in Austin. Um, so I work with the local food bank back in Texas. Um, and then I also work with um, LA Mission out in Los Angeles. 
Um, and uh, one of the other organizations I'm heavily involved in is the Lollipop Theater Network. Um, and the Lollipop Theater Network is, um, for those who don't know, is an organization that provides entertainment to hospitalized children. Um, so kids with um, these, um, sorry, the word is blanking on me, but kids with <laughs> these illnesses and diseases, they can um, get to see, you know, the, the newest movies and they can still, um, because I mean, when you're in the hospital, there's not much to do and right. you kind of feel detached from the world. Yeah. So this organization builds that bridge and allows them to um, still be kids, even though their circumstances may be unfortunate. And so um, I like to work with them every year with their superhero lollipop run. Um, And um, I get to visit a few of the hospitals and visit a few of the kids and read some books to them, which is amazing. Um, And so those are the organizations. I try to be very involved in that, I would say. Um, Other things outside of acting, um, I just recently signed a contract with Crayola as their global brand ambassador, which was really exciting. Um, And so it was for their Colors of the World multicultural campaign. Um, And they just released these um, flesh colored crayons, which is really exciting. Um, That represent over 40 um, skin tones. Um, So that's really exciting. Um, I did that. Yeah. Um, I, you know, getting to do that has been pretty crazy. Um, But I've done a few things here and there. Um, I have a few side projects. Um, I'm writing a book right now with a publishing company. And so hopefully we can get that out next year. Um, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to do a lot, trying to juggle a lot, but, um, we were, it's time management and getting things going. What's your book about? Can you tell us or is it? Is it a secret? Um, so I can't really say too much, but I can say that it is going to be a children's book geared toward, um, children of color. So I'm really excited for that. Um, and it's, it's, I'm drawing a lot from my own personal experience into this book. So it's really personal for me. And um, I'm really excited to finally um, announce that and get that out and have it all complete. That's cool. cool. Well, when you do get it out. Get it out. We'd love to have you back. Absolutely. To talk more about the book. And so guys, stay tuned because Travis will be back with his book. So make sure you tune in and we'll tell you when. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're going to go on a bit of a commercial break. Okay, Travis, will you stay with us for the fun round of our podcast today? Sounds good. Okay, guys. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hang out and listen to a word from our sponsor. Welcome back to the show, everyone. Welcome back. And if you guys have not downloaded the anchor.fm podcast making app, do it. Do it and start making your own podcast today. All right, Travis, welcome back to the show. Hey. All right, let's get into the next round of questions. I like the fun round. Okay. So, what movie do you wish was more like, was more like, uh, how do I phrase this? Okay. What movie do you wish was in real life? 
Or more like real life. Yeah. A movie I wish is more like real life. Or in real life. Yeah. Um, I would probably say... I feel like, honestly, Avatar, the advancements in technology in that movie is so incredible that it'd be so cool to have that yeah. in today's world. Yeah, um, it would. It'd be, it'd be so neat. And, and you know, I'm sure someday we'll get there, but it, it, it was just so incredible to see that on the screen, to see that in real life. That would be pretty incredible. That so, would be neat. Speaking of advanced tech, you're transported to the year 2120. What is the one familiar thing that you want to see? I would want to see probably their local te- or like their modern day television shows. Because um, I, I would hope that television still exists. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I feel like television has always been my comfort zone. You know, I, I go and I'll binge watch a show if I'm, you know, not feeling that great. Um, but they also are a great reflection of the period's history and the period of time um, and the creatives that existed in that time. So I would love to, you know, if I just randomly woke up one day in 2120, I would definitely want to be like, oh, what's the most popular show you got going on right now? Yeah. And if they looked at me funny, I'd probably be like, oh, no, TV shows aren't a thing. <laughs> Fine. We'll just know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I kind of want to go visit mcdonald's in 2120 i don't know it'd be floating like a floating mcdonald's honestly that far in the future i wouldn't be surprised if it's one just huge conglomerate and it was like mcdonald's disney amazon tesla like (laughs) yeah i I wouldn't be surprised if you went to go get a big mac and you walked out with a tesla you know that i wouldn't mind yeah nor would i that'd be awesome one-stop shopping for real yeah What's your favorite city? My favorite city and all the places that I've been to would have to be probably Atlanta. I love the rich history of Atlanta. Um, I love all the museums and getting to visit um, those kinds of things in that um, in the culture and and it's real interesting. Um, so I would say probably Atlanta, if not you know obviously back home in Texas. Um, it would probably be Austin, but um, other than that, yeah, definitely Atlanta. Um, there's so many great cities, though. I mean, New Orleans is, was a pretty great city to visit as well. It was, it, yeah. Yeah, we went, we went there yeah. once. New Orleans. Atlanta, I love Atlanta. I, I think it's just so pretty, and it's just the people. It's, it's a great place to visit. I like New Orleans. Yeah, you like New Orleans. You're an L.A. guy, though. But yeah, I love L.A. <laughs> that's true LA is amazing too I don't know something about all these amazing cities I don't it's know. so hard to pick yeah it is it's time to write the story of your life who plays you in the movie hopefully someone handsome <laughs> um, um honestly I'm not too sure um I don't know that many actors that look like me um I would probably say, I mean, is it exactly like it's like it's the story of my life? So I was gonna say, I was like, is it an interpretation or? Well, I mean, I guess your vision. I mean, 
I wouldn't mind, honestly, even if they flipped it and they gender bended the role and gave the role to Zendaya. Oh, and they were awesome. like, yeah. They were like, Zendaya, do your interpretation of what Travis is. Like, I wouldn't be mad at that. Oh, that would be. <laughs> yeah. She's gorgeous. So, yeah, that would be a totally. Yeah, that would be interesting. That would be. Hey. Now, on to the most important question of the day. Uh-oh. What is it? If you could take five things to a desert island, what would they be? Can they be items that can get me off the island? Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, no, honestly, all jokes aside, I think, honestly, I'd probably enjoy my time on the island. So I would probably say I would have um, a handyman of some sort who could build me an amazing house on this island. I would have um, probably a, you know, how to survive on a deserted island for dummies book. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would probably have, um, a good, you know, a good cookbook that I could somehow you know learn to eat off the land but still eat good you know right i don't want to be like survivor where they're eating bugs yeah yeah that would be a little much yeah no bugs Uh, i feel like my phone would be useless with no cell reception so not that right um i would definitely need like one good pair of sneakers um just to get me around the island. That's true. Let's go hiking. Yep. So a good pair of sneakers, that's four. So probably last one would be my best friend because I wouldn't be able to get through it without her. And we'd be laughing the entire time. That's sweet. It is. What would you like to do before your next birthday? What would I like to do before my next birthday? I don't really have any, like, achievements, I would say, um, before my next birthday. However, I think it would be really cool if I could foster or adopt a puppy. Aww. I think that would be I really I love amazing. dogs. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. yeah. I don't have one in, Aust- or in um, L.A. Um, I have one back home in Texas. Um, but like, that's the family dog and I kind of, I want, during this pandemic, I've definitely kind of wanted one of my own. So probably might be looking into that soon. And that would probably be something I'd want to do before my birthday. What kind of dog do you have back home? She's a lab mix. So we don't know what the mix is. My mom says it might be pit, but, um, she's a good, like, eight-year-old she's so old and sweet and, and she's adorable hello dogs no our, we yeah. have a toy poodle not Aww. so he's oh. in the chair next to us passed out yeah oh. <laughs> so he, that's how interested he is in what we're doing <laughs> <laughs> but that's all good yeah would you rather go hang gliding or whitewater rafting Whitewater rafting, probably. I feel like being from Texas, visiting the rivers as often as I do, 
white water rafting would probably be more my vibe. Also, something about hang gliding and like being up in the air. No, I don't know. Yeah. I'd like to fly over <laughs> things. Yeah, that'd be fun. I go hang gliding. I'm gonna say neither one of the above because I can't swim and I'm afraid to go that high in the air. So I'm good. Just stay on the yeah. Going going that high in the air. There's something about it that just doesn't sit right with me. Exactly. And I'm not in a plane. Then I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What would be your advice to people who want to get into the industry? My advice to people who want to get into the industry is, it's kind of a two-parter, but definitely if you have to pay money, it's a scam. Um, And then my other one would be do your research. Um, Google is an amazing tool. Um, and so it's, it's so easy to just hop on and look up agents within your area. Um, and then, I mean, even sometimes you can find reviews, um, or you can find other people who may, um, be signed with that industry and you can just give them a a quick little direct message or whatever. Um, so I would say that, um, you know, look up acting classes, look up everything that you may need to get started in your area. Um, I think a lot of people have a misconception that you have to just get up and move to Los Angeles or get up and move to New York. And that's not true. Um, So I would say definitely just, you know, do your research in your area um, and, and don't ever pay money for someone to promise you like, oh, we'll, we'll put you on a TV show if you give us this much money or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's good advice. What is the one thing that you want your audience to know about you? One thing I want my audience to know about me is that um I don't know, I'm pretty much an open book. I mean, whether people find me on social media or people find me through my work and movies or TV, um I'm pretty authentic all around. What you see is what you get. And um, I feel like I feel like everybody already knows what I want them to know about me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that sense, if everybody wants to find out more about you, where can they find you in cyberspace? Of course. Um, so my social media handles are Travis underscore Bryant, both on Twitter and um instagram um i just created a tiktok so that is trav bryant t-r-a-v-b-r-y-a-n-t um so yeah you can find me on those um and then i'll obviously have my imdb imdb profile that they can also go to um so yeah all right well thank you so much for coming on the show today thank you we truly enjoy getting to know you Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Okay. That's well, everything. Guys, so. that's it. And this is Travis and Gabe and Tiffany, and we're out. All right. <laughs> I enjoy getting to know Travis, and I hope you guys did too. Stay tuned for when we have him back next season to talk about his book. And yeah, that's it for today. So I'll see you guys later. Peace. <laughs>